You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Sunday with the Kiwis, brought to you by Game Day Squad coach create and compete in fantasy footy be the coach and win download the app today and play before i bring the boys in uh, tonight i'll just remind everyone that uh myself shooter jay warrior and tk will be live next sunday in uh, auckland at the garrison um, public house prior to the round four clash with the doggies uh join us from midday and uh we'll be cracking on from 1 p.m with the live podcast before we uh we head down to the game the, the pub is uh, only a couple of hundred meters from the train station so if you've had a few too many beers and you don't want to walk catch the train or it's only a 2k walk so yeah join us next week it's going to be a really good weekend of fun and banter and it's going to be really fun to to meet everybody um so we'll bring in shooter how are you this uh, evening mate i heard you've had a pretty busy day yeah good mate um looking forward to next weekend and so we'll be up there saturday so if anyone is around on saturday evening i'm sure we could uh sneak a few beers in saturday evening <laughs> as well while we watch <laughs> while we watch some footy or something yeah, yeah, definitely for sure, mate. And Jay Warrior, how are you, man? And I bet you're looking forward to next weekend as well, bro. Yeah, looking forward to it very much so. But uh, it's been a great week this week. It's good that a few of our players haven't all uh, pooed the bed. So, uh, no, looking forward to it. Yeah, speaking of that, it's been another uh, interesting weekend of footy, hasn't it? There's been some some more upsets and nothing better than the Warriors knocking the Cowboys off up at uh, up at North Queensland now. Uh, up there, uh, knocking the sorry, I'm knocking the Cowboys off. It's a good, good win for the Warriors, and everyone's pretty happy with it. Um, so yeah, welcome everybody. Um, get your questions in. We'll answer them as we proceed through the show. Uh, we're going to just run through the standard studs, duds, cashies, uh, a bit of Warriors chat, and and answer your questions as we go. So we'll crack straight into it, into the studs and um, shooter. Your stud, Lockie Miller, sixty-three points, mate. Yeah, he played really good. Well, he's played well all season, but to be um, scoring 63 fantasy points in a losing team with two tries, he, he kicked a goal, two line breaks, six tackle breaks, uh, one offload, 212 running metres. He played really well in that in that losing team to the, the big mighty Dolphins. So <laughs> I, th- I think he's finally coming right, and he'll probably be a keeper this season, I reckon. Well, it would be nice if he was in a decent team. Sorry, Patty, But... But he is gonna he's gonna score well regardless. He's shown he can score well. He he hasn't had a really a bad game yet. Well, seems to break the first tackle every time nearly when he runs it for, for such a small guy. Well, he seems pretty small. Not not a sure not too sure on what his official weight and height stats are, but he's not the biggest fullback in the world. And I am liking the reward he's paid uh that he's given with picking them up. Yeah, bro. Yeah, we know that, uh, you know, all fa- good fantasy players, even if they're in crap teams, they generally still go pretty well. And he's probably uh, probably showing that so far this year. So, yeah, Lockie Miller started off well. And uh, UJ Warrior, uh, Sean Johnson, 59 points in a, in a winning Warriors team. Oh, how good. Um, 
it's great when you pick up a player from your own team because it's like a double-edged sword. If they go good, you love life. But if they stink it up, it's like, and they lose, it's just the pits. But when you pick up Sean Johnson and he hit, makes 19 tackles, has four tackle busts, runs for 72 metres and kicks for 581 metres. And you think, hang on, he scored 59 he hasn't got a try assist. He hasn't got a line break assist. He doesn't have a try. How good will he go when he scores his hat trick next week? So <laughs> I'm just loving life. Loving the SJ. And his defense was solid. The only two, he missed two tackles, but one of them he almost got injured on. But uh, no, yeah. it's great. Uh, and his break even was only 25. So his price is just soaring. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's looking like the SJ of Alderson. He's pumped to put up those uh, those keeper level scores, and it, it's good to see. And it's good to see the boys are, are having a good start to the year. And mine, uh, mine, this, mine this week was Tommy Turbo back to the old uh, uh, try busting. Sorry, uh, tackle busting, try scoring. Tommy Turbo, we all know the uh, two tries, two try assists, line breaker, line break assist, ten tackle busts. Uh, an offload in 209 running metres. You know, like, as I said, you know, he's back to the turbo, we all know. Um, always a threat when he touches the ball. And it's not only setting up that left side with Ruben Garrick. He, he likes to get in and take those tough carries up the guts as well. You know, like, he's not afraid to get ball in hand. And, and, he, and he runs the ball hard and, and generally does get a tackle break. So just similar to Lockie Miller, he generally breaks that first tackle. So you always kind of guaranteed a tackle bust there. So, um just looking back to back to that Teddy we all knew, and I think he's probably more important to get in now than, than Teddy is. He's playing a hell of a lot better than Teddy, and he's scoring a lot more more points, obviously. So I think he's a, he's more of a target than what James Tedesco is at the moment. I 100% agree. And the thing about him was, like, he had that run where he ran at Dory, and you're like, oh, second row, I should tackle him. And he just yeah. mowed over Dory yep. and just yeah, yeah. pushed the ball over. Yep. He had a disallowed try. The biggest problem I think we're all going to face this week is where can we find 630-odd thousand to pick them up? Because <laughs> yeah, I want them in my team, but I don't know where I'm going to find the cash because I kept mm. Cleary. Yep, yep, yep. And that'll be, uh, that'll be a question. Also, the other things too is if Heinz guns back, are we going to get Heinz straight away or are we going to wait and watch him? So that's I've got a couple of questions next week to ask. And, and then, it's, again, those with Trindle as well. What are we going to do with him if Heinz comes back? So there's a few little question marks to, to look at this week. Um, right, we'll move into some, some questions here. One from Heron Seymour. Lads, Perham and Sloan look like they're starting to come good. Thoughts on trading them in? Well, I'll start. I've got Sloan. I brought him in. I had him from uh, round two. Uh, round one, sorry, and I've been pretty happy with his last two weeks. So um, he's definitely starting to make some good cash um, as well as putting up the good scores. So definitely a good one to 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 have started with. You if you didn't, um, Shooter or Jay Warren, any any of you guys own Perham? Yeah, I've no. got I've got Perham. I've got Perham, and I think he got what thirty eight today and a try. But he just actually looks like a football player now, and. Mm. I think he's going to be a hold for a, a long time. But the problem is if you've missed him now, is there a lot of long-term future in him? Because at the end of the season, you won't have Perham in your team. But will he make 100, 150000 from now onwards? Probably not. Sloan, hmm, he probably could because yeah. he didn't play round one. So you might, if you're going to pick one of those two, go for Sloan. Perham yeah, like this. Perfect example of why you three date people as well, eh? So, 
Yeah, yeah. I think I think if you've got if you've if you started with Sloan and you didn't start with Pierre and probably just just let that one go through to the keeper or just carry on through with Sloan, I don't think you probably want to pick both of them up. So I hope that's answered your question there, Heron. Um probably one or the other. If you've got Sloan, keep him and don't worry about Pierre. If you've got Pierre, don't worry about Sloan. So yeah, I think that's that's probably a fair one. Might be an um, okay cash might be an okay cash down option. Yep, Either one yeah, true. Mm. Yeah, true that. Um one here from Isaac Mardell, hey boys, thoughts on uh, going Dewey to Hines? Now, I didn't really catch too much of that Tigers game, um, but Jay Warrior, what are your thoughts here on going Hines straight to, uh, sorry, going Dewey straight to Hines? Oh, must be nice to be living in that lane where you've got that cash just sitting <laughs> around. But uh, yeah, if I had that cash, I'd be going straight there. But you got to just remember that there, there was a, a reason that we all started talking about why do we want to trade out Cleary this week because he had a quiet week. It takes a little bit of time to get your rhythm, to get your flow. Yep. And I know Dewey only scored 31 this week, but it's not the end of the world. You just remember why yep. you picked them. The Tigers are 0 3, but surely they've got to play better, you know. Hmm. On on Hines, you think on his return, we probably need to have a watch for a week or two, and maybe pick him up after the buy, and just just watching him ease back into that Chuck side. Do we think it's probably a good idea, or are we going to go straight and grab him? Tudor, what do you reckon, bro? You're going to go straight on Hines. You're going to watch. Well, this this Dewey option actually, because I could do it, um, hmm. makes me a little bit interested. He's got to around <laughs> his, his be is going to be quite high so he could could drop a little bit of cash possibly if he's a bit quiet his first game but also he could come in and absolutely kill it so it's, it's probably going to be a risk either way I'll probably well depending what uh team this Tuesday looks like I'll probably consider it to be honest you ain't better help it you go straight to bro first trade straight oh, up love the look trade. Out. loves a trade <laughs> the, the, let's yeah. let's yeah. still oh, win a trade still will be, be made Let's still wacky Wednesday's uh, game. Do you think Nico Hines would score under 70 or over 70 in his first game? Depends who they're playing. Probably under. <laughs> and I, I imagine it'll be under as well. Yeah. But... So if you think it's under, you can one date him. Yeah. And he'll Seven go down in price. Yeah, so let's go yeah. the week and, and yeah. save money. Yeah. 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 So there you go, um, Isaac. I hope that's answered your question, Bo. Um Probably have a have a watch first, mate. I would be probably just having a, a one one or two data on him. Maybe pick him up after the buy, man. Uh, Lewi Gilbert, hey Lewi, regular listener to the show. Uh, thoughts on picking up Burton since the price drop, and also thoughts on Bird and Hines. Now, as I said, I didn't see too much of this game again tonight, and I don't think Burton's got a fifty nine, did he? I think it was. So obviously, he was pretty busy and and, and um and and picked up a bit from, you know, the last couple of weeks where he's been at Slack. Um, was he a bit, was he a lot more involved tonight, uh, Jay Warrior? Did you see this game? Didn't you guys see this game? No, I had I the didn't. TV on. Um, I think the key stat for Matt Burton was there was zero missed tackles. Every other week he's had <laughs> uh, minus 10 minimum mm. in the in the demerits on missed tackles. Yeah. So yep. if you, and I don't know why it is. Perhaps it's just that the Tigers suck when it comes to attack, and they just didn't pummel him. Uh, so, and he scored a, a quite a nice try where he ran a long way. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not sold on Matt Burton yet. He's still going to go down in price despite mm. scoring a sixty. 
yeah. you could give them another week and go, was it fluke or for real? And uh, pick him up next after next week if need be. It's, He'll probably only score about five next week anyway. It's, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. Warriors, yeah. He, he kicked the most metres in the Bulldogs. Uh, no, he didn't kick the most metres in the Bulldogs. Yep. But he kicked the most metres out of the halves. But Reed Mahoney scored, uh, kicked more metres than that. Oh, really? By, Did he? Far only out. by yeah. two metres. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt, Burden, Matt Burden kicked 260 in. Reed yep. And he's lost the goal kicking. Yeah. He lost the goal kicking. So yep. I don't see a lot of upside in, in him. So no. I think he... There's better options. There's better, better yep. options, isn't there? Get on yep, 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 yep. I, we talked about this, I, I think, in the group chat the other day. The reason he was a good pickup last year was because you could play him at centre. Yeah, Hundy. yeah, yeah. now he's only got that half tag, eh? so it makes it not quite as appealing. If they picked up their game and he started scoring regular 60-65s in year, but at the moment, I think you guys are probably spot on. We just need to have a look at him for a bit longer and see if the Bulldogs can sustain what they're doing, eh? Yep. Well, they're All in right, so that's <laughs> so Lee, why yeah, I'd probably just hold up on on Burden for now, man. I uh, wouldn't wouldn't go near him yet. Just uh, let him string a few more good scores together, and I can tell you that next week it's not going to be one of them. Uh, well, I move into the duds. Jay Warrior, Will Warbrick, thirteen points, and probably let a lot of people down this week, man. Oh, you mean War Brick? What is he good for? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Well, maybe thirteen points. He was awful. You know, the Storm scored 34 points. Surely that bludger could get a try. Now, I feel like I was catfished. You know, <laughs> I went to the to the trial, and he looked good. He looked mean on the wing, and everyone's talking him up. And I was like, yeah, I've got to have him in my team. But honestly, how can you score 34 points and you don't look like you're a part of the game, mate? Come on. Um, they just yeah. don't go to their right side, eh? The, yeah, the, nah. left, the, the left side, strong side, a hundred percent. Yep. Is your yep. mate Remus Smith on that side, Kyle? Yeah. Uh, I'll yep. talk to. Yeah. I'll talk about him. doesn't I'll even know how to him. pass. I'll talk about him. Then. Well, that's a good segue, actually, Rich, because we'll move <laughs> on to my one, and it is Remus Smith. Now, yeah, I'm a little bit unhappy, and I do agree with you that they're not going right a hell of a lot. It gets to Ali Katoa, and it goes back to the left, and that's where it stops. So I uh, just, yeah. I just I think my thinking on Remus was probably a little bit out at the start of the season. As I said, I did start with him, and he and he's returned me scores of 21, 26, and fourteen. So, um, yeah, I think my uh, my assumption yeah, my assumption on him was a little bit wrong, uh, and I'm happy to admit that I was wrong on that one. And I think he's lost me a little bit of cash already, and it's gonna be he's gonna bleed more. You know, like it was a high scoring game, and Eli Katoa can score a fifty eight, and Hughes a forty seven, and Remus a fourteen, and Will Warbrick a thirteen. Now. That screams to me like Elika Todd doesn't like passing any further right. <laughs> so, hey, that's okay, because he's in my team, so just uh, run it straight. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm pretty happy I chucked Remus on my emergencies this week, and and, he, and it paid off for me. Uh, I just hope Harley Smith-Shields can go more than, what, about six that he's on now. Um, but, yeah, I just don't think uh, Remus – I just don't, just don't think the Storm are clicking yet. Uh, and I don't think that that right side's going to be really their go-to, with, especially with Coates and Olin, the sort of big two on the left there. And especially when Munster comes back, it's probably going to be more left side, strong side even further. So I think I might have to move on from Remus, unfortunately, and just count my losses and say that I was wrong. Uh, shooter, Jermaine Hopgood, bro, only 35 points and, and probably <laughs> killed a lot of people that captained him. Yeah. Anyone that mattered... <laughs> I don't want to say anyone that mattered, but most people, <laughs> most most people probably 
Most people probably captained them, but it was a it was an odd game for him. So he's averaged like seventy or seventy five minutes or something over the first two rounds, and then he only played fifty five minutes on Thursday night. Was it? Um, yeah, yeah. It was thirty degrees or something at kickoff. So it was, and it was apparently very very humid at Manly there. Um, so he had twelve demerits, which if he didn't get those, his score would have been a little bit more respectable, but. Yeah, thirty-five and fifty-five minutes. It was not a very off week, and it was when everyone captained him. Thirty tackles, one offload for someone that looks like he throws an offload every time he runs a ball to only have yeah. one offload. He probably should have got a try assist for Big Hamole <laughs> at, at, at the end there. But um, I think I think he because he went off with an. I, everyone thought rolled he was ankle. injured. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he yeah. rolled his ankle, but he came back on and he was fine. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. it just well, shows. Old, um, uh, the other guy done his ACL, eh? And so Dory. Nah, he's just done a done a patella or something. I'm not. I'm not a physio. I don't know. Not a doctor. You look like look one. at me. <laughs> 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 but um, it probably just shows Hopgood's probably still like a level below that elite middle, like Haas or Murray, Carrigan, mm. Tarpany, or those that you, that you'd feel a bit safer putting the captain on. But he's yep. still a good fantasy player, and he's he's going to have his off weeks in his in his first full year of um of first grade footy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. be too worried. But he was just a dud this week. I'd say I'd say uh, Hesler probably would have had a little plan for him just to get his big boys up front, just to wrap him up and stop him throwing those second phase balls. Because Parramatta did look pretty dangerous when he was getting those offloads away. You know, like they were getting some really good second phase, and especially guys like Clint Gutherson hunting around those offloads will just crack you open up the gut. So I think they probably had a little plan for him. Eh? Yeah, Man- Manly's Manly's middles are like paid hit me and a him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jake Chavoyevich and <laughs> and Josh Aloye uh, just chop just, people in half. Yeah, just go out and smoke all the other middles. So yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, and Kippy. And then Jake Chavoyevich gives you a thumbs up or shakes your hand afterwards. And <laughs> it's so nice. Says sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, talking leads partnering with Game Day Squad uh, to create our own official fantasy league competition commencing next week. Uh, to celebrate, we're giving away $10,000 over the next four weeks to Game Day Squad. Uh, get ready and register now for free at gamedaysquad.com.au or download the app. Stay tuned to the socials and the podcasts um, next week for further updates on joining the official Talking League Fantasy 40 competition. We're giving away $2,500 each week for the next four weeks. Uh, starting from next week. So keep up to date on the socials and in the podcast for the official invite code to join uh, the Fantasy League and win. I'll register now at gamedaysquad.com.au. Now I'm a pretty big uh, part of game day. Yeah, I love it. And um, they've, they've set up this this option. So um, I would hope that we get this competition up and running from next week. So yeah, yeah get in there, have a bit of fun and, and hit us up Kyle. if you want any help. Pardon? You're the $2.50 favourite, aren't you, Kyle? No, 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 not not from some of the teams that I've seen, man. Far out, there are some pretty gun teams in there. Um, so yeah, I'll be doing well to keep up with some of those guys. I think. All right, we'll get into some more questions. Uh, Chris Cook, is it too late to get Leo Thompson? Looking at Egan Butcher to Thompson next week. Jay Warrior, I know you love Eel, mate. What's your answer here? Oh, it's just job security, eh? Like. Yep. He he yep. went good, and he played more mm. minutes this week than he played all last season. So, promising signs, and he was busy. I'd probably I'd find it hard to talk people out of going for Eeyore, but 
Yeah, and I got rid of Egan Butcher like two weeks ago. I just could see that he didn't have a lot of attacking upside. So if you've still got Egan Butcher, he's definitely on the trade table. But whether Eeyore's your option, yeah, not mm. sure. He's had a good start to the season, eh? 39, 46, and 51, which he would have been an actually an okay option to start with at 371k, but people just didn't want to go there after last year, I suppose. But he's looked pretty good in that in that Knights team, and they're very injury-ravaged, and you've got um, one of the Saifidi brothers out, can't remember which one, yeah. for, for, a fair, for a fair whack. So mm-hmm. he was probably more relevant than, it, than ever. Yeah, yeah, but the performance that he put up it probably sort of cements him for a few more minutes in that in that starting pack or off the bench. So I think he's probably not a bad option, Chris. If you want to go there, be a bit of a pod and probably not a bad bad um downgrade from Egan Butcher to be fair. And and Egan obviously got the buy next week and he he did hit his B this week, so he's not going to lose any cash or he might be one point short. So he's not going to lose too much cash. But I actually don't mind. I think it's not a bad play, Chris. Dion Tupo is Warbrook a sell. And we just talked on. I talked about it before. I think. I think if you can put him in the emergencies, I think you probably hold on to him. I mean, there's a few people who have got a few problems at the moment with injury ravaged players in their side. I think if you can move Warbrook to the emergencies without having to sell him, I think you can probably hold on to him there, uh, Dion. Is that what your who, sort of thought there too, uh, Jay Warrior? Uh well, I thought the Storm versus the Titans this week. I thought oh, he'll go good, and I put him. Mm. I put Warbrick in my team and left Lockie Miller out in my draft team. So, yeah, no. Nah. Honestly, Warbrick, what is he good for? <laughs> Absolutely can't, nothing. He's dead to me. I'll never have him in the team again. <laughs> can't Pereira, Pereira actually carved him up as well a few times. Eh? Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He, doesn't look that qu- he doesn't look as quick as I thought he would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you'd think the big body that he is, he'd just run people over. But he just goes to go around people. He should just use his size and just try and run people over. I would have thought. He, he really struggles defend. Like he's probably still getting used to league. I know he comes from a rugby background, yep. but he yep. seems to really struggle defensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got shown up a couple of times, didn't he? Yeah. So uh, the, with putting him in your emergencies, a lot of people have probably got him and Calm Pereira in their emergencies. I know um, a lot of teams started with that sort of Warbrick in their wing fullback and Calm Pereira. You might, you, I don't know, do you swap them? Cam Pereira could get six next week. And yep. Warbrick will probably still get only get 20 or something. But, um, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it with those I, th- I think you need, to cons- you need to probably consider selling them. If you, if that if that's the worst of your issues and you can sell them, I wouldn't, I wouldn't speak out against it. <laughs> yeah, not a bad option. I mean, I guess if you've got, if you want to go to someone like a Sloan or a... Um, or, um, or who was the other when talked about before? Apirum, you could possibly that could probably be an option, I guess, if you wanted to do that. If you could, Dion, go from Warbrick to possibly Sloan or or um, Apirum, bro. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, man. Uh, Kyle Taylor, good name, good name, lads. Which one, SJ and Burton or Boyd out for one? Then either Boyd choose Apirum or Sloan. Yeah. Then choose Apirum or Sloan for Talau. What do you reckon, shooter? Well, I'll definitely go SJ over, uh, SJ over Burden. I think it's yep. proven, and we just talked about Boyd, uh, Burden with his with his down, 
sort of downfall. Is that I, if Burton still had the DPP, I'd take him, but I've got no interest in, in him this year. And yep. SJ's in a gun team. Um, yeah. <laughs> you need to choose yeah. Perham or Sloan for Talau. One or the other. I'd, I'd actually think there's more more upside in Sloan. Then, the Imperium personally, he just looks more dangerous. He's like a real awkward body shape. He, he actually always reminds me of like you know how you see like awkward, like gangly teenagers. That's that's what Tyrell Sloan <laughs> looks like. But it, it makes him quite hard to tackle, and he's actually been pretty impressive to yeah. start the season. So yeah. I'd definitely go him over Imperium. Yeah, yeah, I think Corby will be pretty happy, mate. The Dragons have started off real well, and probably no one probably expected it. Well, they were right in that game last night too, like the last 10 minutes, and then yep. Payne yeah, Haas yeah. just decided to take yes. over. So, yeah, While she just flicked the switch. We were in a little yeah. bit of trouble there with him. Um, <laughs> another one here from, from uh, Dwayne Fatidi. Uh, well, I've done the three dates with Stags. Oh, good, mate. I bet you'll be happy. He's uh, finally repaid us. Um, and it came out on top. Do we think Hines will play Origin, boys? Now, yeah, that's an interesting one. There's sort of a few question marks. Is, is Luai going to partner Cleary again this year, or is it going to be Hines and Cleary? Or are they going to stick with the old faithful? Now, I don't know. If, if he doesn't get that spot, I don't think he'll be there. I don't think he will get 14. Uh, Jay Warrior, what are your thoughts, bro? Do you think Hines will get a, get, get the half position or, or 14? Nah, no chance. I think Tommy Turbo is going to be in there, so we're going to have extra centres. Yeah, true. Um, yep, yep. And Luai and Cleary, that ain't changing because they love the combos. And But I, I want to deal with the first part of that question. How happy were we last night when our fearless leader was on the verge of retirement, but he put his big <laughs> cocooners on the line and he got three through. minutes to go. Three yeah, minutes ago, he was on like 35 I, or something. I don't, want to, I don't want to spill secrets, but let's just say he was saying, who can look after the podcast next year because I'm out. He he thought Stags was done and then that run at the end. And I I don't think – we were probably the happiest day because we are like, mate, you can't you can't run the Starship Enterprise without um, Captain Kirk. So, no, we were, <laughs> we were stoked. Is that a Star Wars reference, is it? Don't worry. Oh, I've never watched Star Wars, but I do know. Yeah, I'm old enough that I remember that stuff. <laughs> All right, lads, we'll go on to our cashies. And um, and my cashie this week, obviously a lot of people likely would have brought him in or maybe had him from round one. Uh, is Jacob Preston, 54 points and a BE minus 12. Going to make a hell of a lot of cash again this week. And his BE is likely going to remain in the negative. He's also scoring really well, you know, the 54 points, just a, a fairly busy player. And all in mainly in base, I just had a look back at his stats, and I think only let one tackle bust and a, and a line break, or I think it was. And so that was the only two sort of attacking stats that he got. So it's all just in base, and it's it's he's going to be a pretty solid option um, to hold on to probably, you know, for, for quite a few weeks yet. And as I said the last week, I think he keeps that edge roll now, and and maybe that he might get eighty minutes. When Waddell come on, he went on to that that right back row, and and uh, Raymond Fatalamano went to the middle. I think so. I think that kind of cements Jacob Preston for an eighty minute role there at the Dogs. And as I said, even when uh, TPJ comes back, I think he's going to slot into the middle. So I think Preston's a good option. So if you don't have him, you got to get on him this week. Otherwise, you're going to miss out. Uh, shooter, Tom Chester, not a bad effort. Uh, second game NRL against the Warriors scored the first try and didn't actually look too bad. Yeah, like, I was actually quite worried every time he got the ball, he looked like he was going to break the line or, mm. or get through. So, because what I think the Cowboys will probably eventually do, I reckon 
Um, who? Oh, Tom Dearden will go halfback eventually. Not, I'm not saying this year, but probably in the next two years or so. Tom yep. Dearden will go halfback. Drinky will go five yeah, eight. Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Chester will go fullback. But I believe Chester could play in the halves as well. So okay. it could go could go either way. But yeah, 35 and a starting debut. Um, he would have been good to start with because you, you were going to get three solid weeks out of him and you probably would have made 100K. So if you started with him and he continues off that sort of 35 average, you'll get about 100K out of him Yep. with with that starting BE of 16. Unless, of course, something drastic happened and he was really bad, which he wasn't. He, I, I was quite impressed. Both both fresh fullbacks were, were yep. really good last night. But four yep. tackle breaks in 163 minutes. Uh, meters, sorry, and your and your starting debut as a fullback is pretty good, I reckon. And yeah, I think he'll be a, a black booker for for the next couple of years if he does get get a starting gig in in that Cowboys side. I'd definitely be one to watch out for. Yeah, for sure. And uh, moving into uh, the other fullback in that game, uh, Tane Tulpiki, uh, Jay Warrior, forty five points, and he looked dangerous as well, and uh, definitely a good debutant there um, for for uh, for chance. Yeah, I've got him as my um, cashier as well going forward. He's probably not going to be playing next week because CNK will get the uh, fullback spot back. But Tua Picky, he's got very quick feet. And quick mm. feet equals tackle bus. Tackle bus equals points. He had eight tackle busts. That's what I like from my fullbacks. And he also looks solid under the kicks. Five kicked the uh, Diffusals, and he ran for 150 meters. So, I I wouldn't even be surprised to see CNK shore up one of those centre spots, and Tulpiki mm. could be an option for the fullback long term. I don't think it's going to happen in the next six weeks, but at the back end of the season, if the Warriors cop a couple of losses, he definitely added something, didn't he? He, he was in that back line, and I'm sure we'll discuss it later, but. Yep. I liked him, and I would, if he gets named, I'd, I'm going to pick him up because there's cash to be made. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll move. We'll move on to the Warriors game. Then we'll have a bit of a chat about it. And and I, again, I said I think Andrew Webster's definitely making a bit of a difference to the team and the, the style that he's brought. We've already seen it in the first three games. You know, they they did lose last week, but they they fought. The whole eighty minutes, not a sixty-minute team like like they have been in the past few seasons, and everyone's always winning. So they just seem to be fighting. And, and this week, they again they were solid again in defence. You know, they had a couple of small lapses, but I think that the concentration, especially in that North Queensland heat, uh, they did really well. And and Big Tohu again stood out playing eighty minutes in that heat. Uh, I don't know how he does it week in week out. He, he just looked like a machine. He looked fresh, like he could play eighty again. Shooter. Yeah, he's so good. Eh? Like he didn't score well fantasy wise, but no. Well, he's got 45 or something. But he's just <laughs> so, like, he looked like sometimes you look at him and you're like, oh, no, he's done. He's tired as. And then he runs back the 10 and tackles, like, three times in a set or something. He's just everywhere. In attack, he, he's, like, pretty much our, I say, yo, like, how he just moves the ball. Well, the whole four pack yep. was, like, I say, yo, last night. They were just yep. moving the Cowboys around. Yeah the field yep. and the Cowboys just couldn't keep up. And when you've mm-hmm. got big guys like the Warriors have doing that and then running it as well as running at you and smashing you in every tackle makes mm-hmm. it very hard to win a game. It was probably the best Warriors performance I've seen since 2018 when we when we 
just scraped into the finals there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They look solid. And, and I think, uh, Jay Warrior, I'll let you have a little chat about your boy SJ, man, because he was solid again, not only in fantasy, but just looking the goods, looking like he wants to play footy again. He's just probably happy that we that he's able to be home and playing at home. And I think everything, you know, life in general for him at the moment is very good. Yeah, contract year too. Don't, think, don't ever negate that stat. It's a contract year. SJ doesn't want to retire at the end of the season. He wants another year or another two years. So he is performing and the kick game, yeah, there were no big, massive Adam Reynolds spiral bombs, but at the back end of the game, he did what he was supposed to. He kicked to the corners, we pinned them in, and we dominated them. So SJ done exactly what he needed. The only thing I will say about the game, though, we lost the penalty count again, despite <laughs> dominating the whole game. So we're yet to win a penalty count. And it was honestly felt at the back end. They're like, uh, 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 guys, uh, we need the Cowboys to perform a couple of quick penalties. But just the Warriors' resilience this year was defense hard. Mm. And they just kept turning them away. And I was yep. yeah, super proud of the performance because... Yep. I, I think I text a few few boys during the game saying it's over, 15 to go, because we just look so good. Yep. And you never yep. say that during a Warriors game, do you? Uh, never, never. But even, they can be up like 28 nil <laughs> with 10 minutes to go, and you're like, we're going to lose, yeah. we're going to lose. But it was different uh, last night, eh? Like, it, they just, everything looked solid. Yep. yep. Yeah. It's just a different different feel like even though they were out in front, you sort of think, oh, watch this, the Calvary's probably going to score a couple. We might win by one or two. But they held them out and they just kept putting them, pushing them away every single time, you know, out by 14. And they just didn't even give them a chance. They, You know, they're solid. And, and it just, yeah, it's just, it's good to see. And it's just good to see that the boys are standing up again and, and fighting for the jersey. And, you know, there's plenty of healthy competition in their team. And, uh, you know, the way uh, Taney played, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Chance get another week off, to be honest. But um, I think that they'll be and they'll be pumping, ready to come into Mount Smart next week. You know, first game back at home. I think they're probably going to be oh. pretty excited, and and we all know it's probably going to be a full house and, and a pretty loud crowd. And and hopefully they can start making Mount Smart a fortress again. Eh? That'll be pretty cool. How how good were um, Dylan Walker and Jazz up the middle as well coming oh, off the man. bench? Someone oh. someone said last week Dylan Walker was the worst ever NRL. <laughs> He has been all last week. He's, he's yep. moved all over the show. He, he brings something so good. He's I reckon he's the best fourteen. I don't know who I'm forgetting, but he's probably the best fourteen in the comp at the moment. Yeah, and as I said, Jason didn't look too bad either. You know, he was banging it up the middle, and um, yeah, they both, they both. I think they both the impact that they both brought when they were both on and fresh. Man, they both just punched up the middle hard and just running sort of through those big tired cowboy forwards again. And you know, and to do that in North Queensland and in their own backyard, coming from old old New Zealand, which is about twenty twenty five degrees at the moment, and going up and playing at thirty five degrees and doing that, ah, not not yeah. too bad, not too bad at all. Yeah. We've got some longer which we've which we've yep. needed to. Yep, yep, yep. Finally. Um just having a look here. Covered that one. Uh, do, 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 uh, yeah, one here from Trent Hicker. How bad are the storm this year? Yeah, man, they're, uh, they're not looking like the storm of old, and I don't think Craig Bellamy's going to be wanting to go out uh, in his last year with the storm missing the eight. What do you reckon, Shooter? 
like I didn't think it was possible, but the way they're playing at the moment, they just got so many injuries. But I think as soon yeah. as Cam Munster, when's Cam Munster back? Nah, next couple of weeks. I might might be next week. I bet as Maybe. soon as he comes back, that oh, you can't discount them once Cam <clears throat> Munster's there. Yep. Um, yep. 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 Yeah, certainly at the moment, people would have been making some money on these upsets. Yeah. <laughs> If they put money on it, that is, yeah. But now nah, the storm, yeah. man, they, I would imagine most games they probably, even though they lost, they began and going in as favourites. I would have thought, and especially against the Titans team, you would have thought the storm probably would have posed up, but they just sort of fell short, eh? Even even last night, you just thought you, it felt like they were going to come back and run over the Titans, but then the Titans keep scoring tries, so it was like it was just not much defence going on. That's for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. Uh, here we go. Uh, one here from Wayne Topple. Hey, guys, is Trindle a keep when Nico is back next week or just hold? Uh, for me, I'd probably just hold him another week, bro, Um, just for the fact that we don't know uh, if Heinz will be matched. But I'd say he's probably good for 80 minutes, but we just don't know with that calf injury and, and the old recurrence of calf injuries is quite high. So probably not a bad option just to hold him another week or two. Uh, just see how Nico goes, because um, you never know. He might do that uh, that calf again. As I said, they are pretty niggly injuries and can Tri- reoccur. At worst, Tricky might get like a 14 or something anyway. Yep. He's, got a negative be, yeah. BE. He's got a negative BE this week. He's probably going to have a fairly low BE the next couple of weeks. So he's yep. probably got not only that, he might not. If Nico comes back, he might not be named, and so the only time he comes back in the squad is when Moylan does his hamstring, or when mm. Nico is he maybe he made Origin or he's out injured again, and so then mm. he just keeps generating cash. Yeah, I think you can yep. just hold him there, and it's no harm, no foul. If he's named as, in the reserves, though, then it gets a little bit niggly, and you don't want him yep. to come on and play junk minutes and get twelve. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah, just keep an eye on that. All right, oh, uh, we'll go through. We'll get another couple. Oh, Lee, Danny Levi, broken jaw. I didn't see that one. Yeah, um, Oh, okay, I missed that. Uh, Dylan Watts, who are the best wing fullback centres for under 600k besides Walsh and Miller looking to upgrade from Shitbrook? <laughs> 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 um, well, we did kind of talk about it. Uh, someone like a, a Sloan, um, a Purim. Um, and I'm just looking, I hate to say it, but Will Kennedy's already scored two tries tonight and he's looking bloody good. No, and come I, on, I hate come to say on. it, but no, yeah. No. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put I wouldn't go Will Kennedy, but I'm just saying he's actually looking good and he's actually been putting up some really good scores this year. I know we're we're sort of scraping the barrel for sure, but um Will Kennedy is actually racking up some really good good points this year. So just just watch him, don't get him in, just keep an eye on him. But yeah, um, don't be tell surprised him, if he keeps going. Who, to pick up. who should he pick up that we've both got shooter? Come on. And the centers. Oh, Joseph Suya Ali. No, he's a he's a He's dog. over six hundred K Jack dog. Bird. Oh, who what are we talking about? Jack Bird. Who are the best wingers oh, centers for under six hundred? Yeah, Jack oh, no, Bird. No, a... who to pick up? He's he's yeah, Jack, Jack Bird's gonna be no Jack Bird's gonna be like six fifty oh, this week. Yeah, yeah, under 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 six hundred though. Ah, oh, find some money, mate. Look down the back of the couch. You'll get him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, he's averaging um, 50 this year. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll get one more question. Thank you very much, guys, for the for the uh, question tonight. It's been, been awesome. Uh, Chris John wants to know, Shooter, have you booked grand final tickets? 
Yeah, mate. I'm just trying to find a couch to sleep on and in Sydney, and we'll be away. <laughs> it's going to be it's Warriors Dolphins, I reckon. <laughs> I'll be sleeping on, <laughs> sleeping, on, sleeping on TK's couch. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that's pretty much us for the evening. Thank you, everybody, for your questions. Hey, we we better talk about next uh, next Sunday, yep. boys. What's I will, I'll get I'll get on to that. So yeah, just just a reminder. TK's uh, put a little a little notice up here for us. The live podcast next week um, from the uh, the Garrison Public House in Sylvia Park. Uh, we're going to be there from about midday. Uh, and, and that does say that, that Jay Warrior is not going to be there, but he is certainly going to be there um, with bells on. Um, he probably just didn't want to be shown in a pink jersey here. So, um, yeah, that's I think that's why TK uh, didn't put him on there. It was a special request from Jay Warrior not to be shown in pink. But um, we're all going to be there from midday next week. Live podcast going to be kicking off from 1 o'clock. Um, there's plenty of prizes to be won, including some $100 vouchers from the pub itself and, and some and some T-shirts and things. So um, it's going to be a really fun afternoon of banter and, and, and a few beers, and then we'll head off to the game. Um, train is only a couple of hundred metres away or, or a couple of K walk if you want to get some fresh air after a hot steamy afternoon in the pub so um yeah come and join us and uh and, and we're all looking forward to to meeting up with with the people that would come along and and hopefully we can have a good afternoon so um yeah thanks thanks guys and um jay warrior you got anything last to say before we, we head off mate oh you know what i always want to talk about kyle how Carry big on. is uh, i mean how how's your rank going this week. Oh, actually, I haven't looked, mate. I haven't got access to my phone at the moment, to be fair. Oh, I'm okay. just sort of well, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll give my team update at the moment. Uh, live, obviously, still updates to come. And I'm not sure if the computer gives you your um, loop option, but at this stage, I'm at 755, currently ranked 10,000. So that is not flash because it means I've gone backwards this week. So um hopefully my loop comes in and that puts me uh, hopefully i hold rank for the week but i had two duds i played ben murdoch masilla and i played um the other warbrick i don't want to sing it again but you know he's a dud what is he good for nothing <laughs> shooter uh, what about yeah what about uh, you shooter how are you going uh, man? i've digressed massively this week and it has not been a good round <laughs> um is that the right word yeah, regressed. Regret. Yeah, gone uh, backwards. I've yeah, gone backwards. Be, I've, I've fallen down a hole. I'm currently ranked <laughs> nearly twenty six thousand. And your boy I've Egan's to, out next week. Yeah, poor poor Wadey's got knocked out cold last night, but he still still scored fifty two. But I had to play Warbrick. I had Dory with a thirty. Sean Blaw with twenty two. Um, it hasn't it hasn't been that good of a week. Joseph Sua Lee twenty five. Oh. Has not has not been nice, and I'm looking forward to making some rage trades. Yeah, yeah. I'm just having a look at mine now. Yeah, I had Warbrick 13, uh, tough, and he's only on 27. So yeah, it's not really looking too good for him either. Um, do we, else? do we think with trades? Is anyone else starting to think we're getting players that have reached their break even, but they haven't really made enough money? And you're like, oh, what do I do with these bludgers? Like, yeah. Warbrick is a classic one. Like, he hasn't yeah. exactly made it a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, Trent Lerero from uh, the Storm, he's probably on my 
my radar this week to get dumped. Yep, me too. My, my, me also. Yeah. So, what what do you reckon we should do with players that are have only maybe earned seventy, eighty thousand dollars, like Warbrick? Should we just well, you, cut our losses and get rid of them, or should we hold on to them? Well, you risk losing money further. So, if you can't, I think if you don't have any other spot fires and you can flick somebody off, mm. do it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's different with Talao, though, eh? Like, I've got Talao, and I'm like, well, what's the point in trading him? He's awful, but he's not yep. going to lose any more money. So, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Warbrick and um, Lerero might be out for me this week, and I've just got to find – I'd love to find money to get um, old mate from Manly, Turbo. Turbo, yep. Team, but yep. I, just, I don't know where I'm going to find 600K from. Yeah. Hey, boy, oh. have you – Boy, it's Corey Horsburgh. He's on 60, and he scored, he scored a double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he would have been paying like $100 for, to score two tries. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure you can no look at him for next week. No Wrangler policy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining in on the show, and, and I hope that we've answered your questions. Um, we'll have a look through the socials in the morning, and, and if we've missed any out, we'll endeavour to answer them. So have a good rest of your weekend, uh, and hopefully we catch you up in Auckland next weekend. Thanks for joining, guys. Have a good night. Cheers.